Boop de boop. And we are live. I think. Yep. Uh, yep. Live. What's going on, guys? You already know what it is. Say it every week. It's the Nooner Nation podcast for Nooners by Nooners. I'm Bill. Joined as always at this point by Charlie, aka David Carradine's belt, aka uh, I don't know what. Like, uh, who else killed themselves with things? I had I had them all ready to go, and now I'm having a brain fart. Um, Robin Williams. Yeah. Oh. Oh, and the kitty. Why'd you have to go there? <laughs> I know. Don't bring Robin Williams into this. Come on, See, man. He pissed the cat off, man. He had to come in here and be like, who the fuck said what hey, about my man? That's the one. The cat's like, hey, that's the one we don't talk about. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a big Robbie fan. Or like, um, I, shit, who is it? You're like Chris Cornell's resistance that, band or something like that? Oh, <laughs> fucking, what's his name? Andrew Bourdain's, uh, name. Andrew Bourdain's robe belt. Oh gosh! <laughs> or ceiling fan, or whatever he did. What about his heroin needle? That's yeah. a fun one too. <laughs> Chester Pennington and whatever he used. I think a rope. He, he used himself. a belt too. Elvis Presley's uh, toilet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Elvis so Presley in the cloggers. Yeah, I would say like Elvis Presley's pharmacist but i'm assuming he wasn't getting those pills from a pharmacist i mean a doctor so yeah i think it's like i think he's getting them from like the dude from uh the scene in ring of fire where it's like you know some dude in el camino she's like john john's like elvis no those were illegal drugs which is why he had to do that elvis was on all prescription pills which is why he was super anti-drug even though he was a drug addict he, no these are all prescription it's not it's not a bad thing yeah he didn't have a dealer so that, he had a street pharmacist fair but he did what a lot of uh i think it was a heath ledger thing i think it's how he died from a different uh, like he was taking out all these different pills but he had different doctors in different area codes oh just all and giving them different so shit the out. doctors didn't know what already you know prescriptions they had and so they just had all this shit and they were taking it together and the doctors were shitty and just gave them what they wanted and they were lied to and yeah yeah it was fun we start overlapping doctors you know you can do whatever you want i actually like i was thinking about that the other day as i was uh sunburning my taint in the tanning bed i remember mm-hmm. a story when i was in high school where this person got like multiple tanning uh packages at different places and then tanned like four times for 20 minutes in one day and just ended up like did that like every day for a week and just essentially like microwaved your insides. That might be an ur- urban legend. I don't know. It's what everybody talks about when I was in fucking high school. But the leather girl. I, yeah. Yeah. Back when I was like tanning in high school and even did like the little the sticker. You did the sticker I too? Did the Which sticker. one did you use? Uh, I did the Playboy Bunny. I did. I started doing it ironically, like just to be funny. And then Mm -hmm. uh, one day I was driving to the mall with a couple of girls and they saw it. And then things happened. So I was like, oh, like this is just like an attention grabber. (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> so I just kept doing it. I don't do that anymore. Uh, one time also in high school, I had, I was staying at my grandparents' house for the summer and they had a pool. So I had my grandpa and me made a, we took a piece of like rubber that he had. I think it was like an old like floor mat or something. And we cut out the Superman logo in it and I would tan every day by the pool with the Superman logo covering my chest. So then when I got back to school at the end of the summer, I had a Superman logo tattoo or uh, tanned onto my chest. Oh I'm my telling gosh. you guys, I have been a character my entire life. You've and been that, a gangster. That here. was a couple years before the grill. Now, if I had that and the grill, like, there would need more janitors at that school because that floor would be wet constantly, son. <laughs> a little tanning tramp stamp? The mm -hmm. progenitor of WAP. Mm-hmm. Yes. I just walk <laughs> through the halls with my double polo, my double popped polos on buttons so you can see the... I forgot that was a trend that came back and in my, style. My frosted tiffs and my puka shells, son. Yep. Wait, what shoes did you pair? Like, what, what was on the Ooh. bottom half? Oh, oh god damn. I don't know. Was it shorts or jorts? Uh, I wasn't a shorts guy. Camo shorts. For camo shorts and like the Nike shocks for my oh my... yeah some shocks I always went weird shoes I don't know if you remember for a while like Nike had I had some ones that looked like they're like neoprene and it looked like water and then they had like this clear webbing over it and then I had ones that looked like fire and I'd like alternate them so I had water and fire ones and I think one time I tried to pull yes. them both off at once like one on the other foot one on the other I don't know if that worked out real well I can't remember. But I definitely had shocks. I had custom shocks that, mm -hmm. that had my like my paintball team's name on them. Oh. I also, oh, I remember this. I worked at, uh, for like two years in high school, I worked at a car wash called Auto Bell. And I had, I had some custom Air Force Ones made with the auto, we could, like the kids that worked there were the auto ballers. And I had a <laughs> A logo made, and I had Air Force Ones with the logo all over them. And I had my Dickie, my Autobell's Dickie jacket. Oh, wow. I've been, dude, oh, God. I've been G'd up from the feet up since day one, son. All right? I mean, I was the cringy emo kid that wore, like, half and half pants from Hot Topic with, like, boots that went up to my fucking knees. So. Oh, man. Like, here's the thing about Hot yeah. Topic crazy thing about Hot Topic. Uh, Richard Tilly, the guy that I did the interview with last week, one of the coolest guys on the planet, like for real. Like awesome, incredible guy. If you haven't seen the episode, his story's nuts. I noticed he was wearing a, a triple layered studded black belt with his <laughs> jeans. And I was like, have you had that since high school? Oh, He's like, dude, yeah. Hot Topic still sells them. I was like, for real? Yeah, he's like, yeah. He's like, I go to Hot Topic about once a year and buy two of these belts, and it's all I've. He's like, it's all I've worn since the fucking like early two thousands. The same belt from <laughs> Hot Topic. Oh, I was like, I was a, a two row stud girl. Does it like? Did, did the amount of rows like is is it kind of like the wristband thing? Like, oh, this bitch got three rows. No, the belt's just no. smaller, and it ah. could fit my belt loops. <laughs> the <laughs> the Three. Oh, there's nothing. Just, there's nothing worse than having a belt that doesn't fit your belt loops. Yeah, this is awkward. So oh, too yeah. big is more common. Have you ever had one that's like way too small? 
Yeah, no, it like creases over the jeans weird and uh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I have really. Jeep and Justin had fake Chuck Taylors from Payless. Like, <laughs> what? Do they make fake Chuck Taylors? Yeah, the Payless but, version. But yeah, so shoe game. I've always had an odd shoe game. I was an Air Force dude for a while when this came out. And uh, I don't know if I've ever told this on the show before. My first hangover ever was from drinking a bottle of Moet in a hotel room in downtown Atlanta at a Lutheran like national youth gathering and I got it from Murphy Lee on an elevator. <laughs> and I was I was wearing my, who that is, but that I was is funny. Murphy Lee from the Saint Lunatics. Remember the song Air Force Ones and uh Shake Your Tail Feather? I thought that was Nelly. Nelly's Nelly's the the dude, right? But Murphy had Murphy Lee along for the ride on his thing, and uh, okay. so we're in down we're at the Embassy Suites in downtown Atlanta, and I don't know if you guys have ever been to a very large uh, Christian youth gathering. Sounds but, wild. But oh, dude, like a lot of ain't. The the parents go to sleep early, or they just like go get drunk in their hotel rooms and say like "fuck it." These kids are on their own at the end of the day. Because we went goddamn wild, like fucking wild (laughs) as shit. And I'm high as fuck, walking around. It's like two in the morning, and we knew like the like it was the Shake Your Tail Feather tour. So like the concert was happening in Atlanta that night that we were there as well, even though we weren't allowed to go to it, but. I'm on this like glass elevator, just fucked out of my mind at like 17 years old, 17, 18. I don't know, somewhere around there. And I like look at this guy, and I'm like, he looks really familiar. And I was like, hey man, like, I know you from somewhere. He's like, yeah, probably. He's like, I love those Air Forces, by the way. I was like, oh fuck, you're Murphy Lee. Like, oh shit! So like, I'm trying to like be all like bro with Murphy Lee, like some be cool, same cool. like act cool, act cool. Like, man. Like I did cool, everything cool. except you know do a soft day n word with the dude. <laughs> um, so I'm like, like I'm literally just like riding around the elevator waiting for shit to happen because that's like just how I spend my downtime if I'm alone. I just like walk around and wait. Like if I'm in Vegas by myself, I'll just walk around. Shit will happen. I'll tell the Ashley from Hawaii story from Vegas one day, if I haven't done that already. But, um, so, like, I'm just like, where well, he's like, oh, what floor are you on? I was like, I'm, uh, 17, which is like the highest floor. He's like, man, you ain't on 17. I'm on 17. And I was like, we're on the same floor. He's like, we ran it out the whole floor, man. And I was like, all right, I'm on 16. Sorry, you know. <laughs> so, anyways, he goes up to 17, and I think I'm going to, like, be slick and, like, get off on the floor with him. He was like, hey, man, hey, white boy, like, you, how old are you? And I was like, I think I was, I must have been like 17. I was like, uh, 19. He's like, huh, nice try, but you ain't getting on this floor, man. And there's like a, literally a dude, like, I don't know if he was like a bodyguard or just like one of the guys, like, outside the elevator doors with like a stack of cases of Moet champagne. He was like, but this is what I'm going to do for you, man. I'm going to break you one off. He was like, hey, hey, man, break white kid off a bottle. 
He just like hands me a bottle of fucking Moet champagne and like clicks the button for the next floor down and just walks off. That's awesome, though. That's pretty dope. And that was the same night later that night, or I guess earlier, because that was like that was like one or two in the morning, probably like an hour or so later. Um, same elevator, just doing the same shit, thinking like maybe I'll maybe I'll bump into Murph again. Like we're bros, you know. This, but this time I'll be cooler, you know. I went, went back to the room. Guys, went back right. to the room. Put on my my uh, purple and black Air Forces. Like that's gonna make a difference. And uh, and I'm on the elevator with. And there's a couple other people on the elevator at this point. And there's a fucking like jacked, like fucking jacked black dude on there. And I was, he was like talking, kind of like everybody's giggling and shit. And I was like, hey man, like if you had a band aid below your eye, like you'd look just like fucking Nelly. He's like, yeah, isn't that crazy? I was like, yeah, like, what the fuck's up with that stupid fucking Band-Aid? He's like, oh, man, it must just be his style or something. He's like, and he gets to, like, when he goes to get off the elevator, he's like, just so you know, like, Nelly's in the building right now. I'm like, no shit. And then about, again, so now I'm high. I'm a little drunk. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I just talked shit about Nelly's stupid fucking Band-Aid directly to <laughs> Nelly's face. Shit happens. I mean, I mean, at least you were honest. So I wonder I mean, if Nelly tells that story. He's like, man, I was in fucking Atlanta one day, just like trying to go hang out with my, my St. Lunatic friends up on the 17th floor of the Embassy Suites in downtown Atlanta. Some 120-pound white kids are talking shit about my Band-Aid. <laughs> and that's why I stopped wearing it. <laughs> maybe, Maybe I'm the reason he stopped wearing it. But here's the thing. He ditched the Band-Aid. Career never the same after that. The power was in the Band-Aid. So I'm sorry, Nelly. I'm sorry. Come back to <laughs> us, man. Hot blame her. it all on Bill. Country grammar. Shake your tail feather. There's lyrics in Shake Your Tail Feather I haven't even figured out yet. You know? <laughs> Just look it so, up and just Google it. Is that your ass or your mama have reindeer? Like, what the fuck? Like, do you get that one? I've, to this day, I've never understood. Like, are you saying like her ass looks like antlers? She's got a nice rack. I don't know. Yeah, that might be. Good lord. I don't know that song well enough. I'm not gonna shake lie. your tail feather from Bad Boys Two, the soundtrack. Whoop, whoop. I mean, I know it, but I don't pay attention to the lyrics. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> actually, listen to it. I mean, Murphy Lee's lyrics in it is talking about how he wants a a lady with more than just a body, but a personality. But if the body's right, you don't have to have a personality. So, mm. I mean, there's a lot of logic in that. One. I think we've all been there a time or two. Murphy Lee yeah, always also yeah. sang uh, What the Hook Gonna Be. You know that one? No. No. Good lord. Maybe I'm just old. This song might, that but, song might have been like, that was 2004? 2002? The, uh, the album Country Grammar was on was like the second CD I ever owned. So I knew those songs. Wasn't the album yeah. called Country Grammar? I think so. maybe. I don't remember. I just remember it was like blue. I didn't pay attention to shit. I was like, I was, it was like six months ago when I actually 
learned that the lyrics I was like why do they keep like editing out the lyrics on that like Daniel Street and the Range Rovers because he's talking about doing a drive-by shooting I didn't know that until like literally maybe maybe a year ago I thought he was literally just driving a street sweeper. It's St. Louis. <laughs> it's a dirty town. I'm sure they like fucking employ plenty of people. It's just to drive a hardworking American. Yes, cleaning up the streets. But he's from the Lou, and he's proud. So I figured he'd drive a street sweeper to keep the city he's proud of clean. Yeah. You know, get back to the community you're from. I mean, exactly. yes, essentially that. In his mind, that's exactly what he was doing. I mean, in some sense, that's probably what exactly what he was doing. <laughs> Reed, um, Reed says, you're too thug for me. First off, the two should have two O's, and I'm also not thug. <laughs> even though I did get it. Even though stuff. I did, and Dirty Myrtle one time, got a henna tattoo of Tupac's thug life on my belly. So, I mean, I'm like, oh, kind, I'm temporary thug. I'm thug for four to six weeks. Oh my gosh. Till that shit wears out, and I'm just back to being a skinny white kid. <laughs> Did you wear a bandana too? I actually used to tuck a bandana in my pocket at one point. No. What color <laughs> did you wrap? Black. Black with white paisley. <laughs> in the back pocket? Back pocket, yep. Yeah. All right, fucking Bruce I'd, I'd fold here. it to where it's just like, I want to do the full hang. I just fold it to where it's maybe about like uh, four to six inches hanging down a little bit, like low key hang. A modest hang. A modest hang, you know. <laughs> doing, An average hang, if you will. But I do Not people I do people that would like fucking have them tied off to like their belt loop or, uh, or like what Ross does all the time and ties them around his fucking wrists. I also went through a phase in probably late, like, 8th, ninth grade. Um, when I'd play paintball, I'd wear fucking the neoprene, or, like, the spandex do-rags from back in the day. You know those ones <laughs> what, that, like, they're spandex and they drop down? Oh, the craziest shit I can find. I had one of those all, like, $100 bills. Oh, you my know, I had gosh. one of those a bunch of fucking weed plants. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> ah, man. That makes sense. Just like the share song. If I could turn back time. If I could find <laughs> a way. Wasn't this in Appalachia, too? Appalachia. Uh, yeah, but I traveled Appalachia. a lot. I traveled outside Appalachia. of Appalachia to, uh, like, Central Carolinas and Southern Carolinas. And on occasion, Northern Florida. Okay? Like, I was a man of the world. Don't the mountains all the touch world. those areas? Uh, I so I think the Appalach the southern end of the Appalachian Trail was like really close to where I grew up. So don't know. And they go they go like north into West Virginia, maybe. I don't fucking know. Oh, they went all the way up. I don't know. I'm, like, do I look like a at, fucking dude? I'm wearing do rags. I'm bad at math. I don't know. I'm wearing do rags. I own a grill. Know. Had Air Force Ones, flying a bandana, all while I'm like 6'1", 135 pounds and 18 years old. Do you think I fucking like know, know about hiking in the Appalachian Mountains? Like, I don't fucking know. I'm not, I'm not hiking. 
The reason I'm hyping is like I've heard you guys say that there's good alcohol in the mouth. 15 minutes, and there better be sex on a rock at the end of this hike. Sex on a rock's fun. It might not be sex you want, but there, you know, you might be having sex. Hey, call back to uh, our Lord and Savior Ross Patterson's first movie. High school is a lot like prison. The sex you want, you ain't getting. The sex you're getting, you ain't wanting. You don't want. He also (laughs) could give him the stinky eye, right? You're staring at my Janet? Uh, crazy eye. Crazy eye, huh? can't remember exactly what... I'm not going to lie. I fucking loved that movie when I was a kid when it first came out. I still out. love that movie. I watched it all the time and laughed so fucking hard at it. Maybe that's a hundred for the 100th episode, we'll get Ross on and do a watch-along of the new guy. <laughs> Even I think he's already done a watch-along of the new guy. I think... Uh, he did on the on the Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. yeah, I think it might have been like the one of the first ones they did. I still to this day always ask him like, bro, how am I supposed to believe that you lost Elijah Dushku to DJ Qualls? <laughs> DJ Qualls makes me look like a fucking bodybuilder. Okay. Like, he was a dick. That was the point. Was the asshole? See, but I want to throw that midget the same way Ross did. I think that midget, <laughs> I think that midget's dead, right? Is he? I think so. They don't so have a long lifespan. He must be easier to throw then. They don't have a long lifespan. I think my fucking dog has a longer lifespan than those midgets, and I'm putting him down <laughs> next week at fucking seventeen. So, midget, you make it a twenty-one as a little person. I think you're doing all right. Vern, Vern Troyer, right, is probably like. Damn. He really yeah, no, plus all he was, of us. Well, he was probably preserved from all the fucking Everclear he was soaking in, so. <laughs> yeah. That little rascal was well pickled on that little, <laughs> on that fucking scooter, on the rascal scooter. Just pissing in the corner of the Surreal House house. <laughs> Have you seen the videos of him fucked up in his little, like, riding car he had? I remember, like, falling out of it and, like, rolling. It was just the cutest thing. Oh, that poor little midget. What were you going to say, Charlie? No, I was going to... I So, I do have an idea for that 100th episode, and it might be a stretch, but if we could pull it off, it would be fucking amazing. And that is recreating that midget-throwing scene with Ross. <laughs> mm. Like, gift him a midget to throw. Oh, we could. <laughs> they went over that on their show about how expensive it is, though. But... Yeah. That would, that would probably baby. be Maybe. I mean, it could be a business write-off, I guess, right? It's entertainment. I, mean, I know a little. They're not a little I mean, person, but they're small. Put it on uh, here, I guess it is, right? Good God. Can you imagine? Like It would be the, fantastic. <laughs> I can't imagine it. I was imagining it this whole time when y'all were talking. Dude, the shit <laughs> I got sent to me, like... Because of the uh, African kids to eat blood diamonds to make them like shit them out like the monkey coffee. <laughs> Dude, if we had a video of us just like chucking midgets onto a Velcro wall, <laughs> dude, it'd be fucking fantastic. It'd be like a two part episode where the first video, episode 100A, or episode 100 part one, would be us chucking the midgets. 100B would be us just reading the fucking comments about it afterwards. <laughs> that would be hilarious. People love to get mad. so that They do love to get mad. 
from video. That's, That's fair. But also, like, people that are mad all the time, are they ever actually happy? Isn't that the problem? I think they're the happiest when they are at their most mad. What if the happiness... Or masochists, if you will. What if the happiness was just the enemies we made along the way? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, I take joy by stepping over the haters, right? Just like the clits, the friends we made along the way. Just like, you know, to my ninth grade math teacher, you know, look at me now. You're in their pocket? Yeah, I got calculated in my pocket every day. You know how many times I had to yeah, do more like... more than that. I mean, it's a whole fucking computer. You can just take a picture yeah. of a problem now and it'll be like... I have the entirety of my in- of the internet right here. And we use it mainly just to watch porn. Uh, yeah. I mean, of course we're going to totally abuse it instead of using it properly. <laughs> Well, I mean, is is porn not using it properly? I mean, to its full potential, no. (laughs) Of the internet? Like, do you guys remember that there was, like, a commercial years ago, and it was, like, some dude just, like, clicking around on the internet, and it's finally, like, this pop was like, you have reached the end of the internet. I was like, man, that dude's... If you you reach the end of the internet, you've seen some (laughs) fucked up shit. So he reached much. all the pages on Pornhub. Oof, not even Was that Pornhub, like just in huh? English though? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. This was like a Super Bowl commercial from like 15 years ago. I don't can't remember. Oh, okay. It was like LimeWire days. Oh gosh. Computer aids. No, it was LimeWire. My work computer got that from a co-worker's uh child when I was, I was in high school and she downloaded Tila Tequila of all people and I was like what? So this was like in 08. Friend of the show dude, Tila yeah. Tequila. Well yeah no this was way before the show this is her music career and I don't know if she did like a, if she was big on MySpace. And did yeah like that's how MySpace she got famous. We talked about this. She, she got famous because she had the most friends on MySpace. Like she was friends. She was literally friends with MySpace. Oh wow! See, I never really knew much about her beginnings, um, but yeah, she downloaded her music and it put AIDS on our work computer. Yeah, dude. So that's that was how I was introduced to her. By Tila Tequila, I love you, Taylor. I did watch that show, and it was like the first bisexual dating show. Oh, yeah. Fucking wild. Are you drinking coconut water or wine out of a juicy, like a sippy cup? It's my juice box. Oh, the Boda Mini. Dry rosé on a Thursday night, huh? That's what we're rolling with? Thirsty Thursday for Charlie. Uh, I mean, I usually like try to cook with my wine or drink when I'm cooking. Mm. You're like, no one go 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 with this pasta sauce, some wine. Literally meaning you open it up, you splash a little into this pasta sauce, and then you just drink wine out of the bottle for the rest of the night. We've all been there. Wine out of the bottle hits better. It does hit better, by the way. I may or may not have drinking wine out of a bottle with a straw at some point in my life. A silly straw or like a (laughs) And I'm literally saying may or may not because I don't recall if I ever have, but it sounds like something I would probably do. Oh, man. I mean, at least it's better than, like, 
have you ever been drinking and you just like hit your teeth with the bottle and you're oh, like, oh god, yeah, get a little bink right off your teeth, and you spend the rest of your night like, did I just like loosen one? Why does this one feel weird? Ugh. I hate it. I hate that. Some, some blood in your mouth a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, loosen, loosen yeah. them up at the gums a little bit there. Oof. Mm-mm. Oof. No. Yeah. Have y'all ever been without? A corkscrew, and so you have to get MacGyver with that shit. To many open a time. <laughs> oh, many a time. That's a fucking. I gave up on buying corked wine. Ugh, I hate it. Yeah. Many a time, so much so that so I have um, a little travel kit, like because I used to have to travel a lot for work, not so much anymore. And there's a corkscrew in my travel kit. I have. I keep a corkscrew in my backpack. I probably have corkscrews hidden all through the house. You know, I don't drink Brian wine a whole lot anymore. I don't drink Becoming a lot of wine anymore, though. I should get back into wine. Wine is pretty pretty fun, especially because I just like end up drinking a whole bottle whenever I get it. So. Dude, have you ever have you ever sat like down? Have you ever sat down with a box of wine and like binge watch no. something? Oh, ho, ho. dude. Yeah, with Game of Thrones, that's dangerous. Oh, Game of like. Me and my wife would sit down, like, back at our old house, or the way, like, our master bedroom, or sorry, our primary bedroom was laid out. You can say master here. Um, like, we had, like, a little sitting Not area, like, off to the side. So we each had, like, our chair. Like, I still got my chair. It's my Ikea chair. That's the most comfortable thing on the fucking planet. And she had, like, her little chair and a half thing she loved. And then, like, a table in between. And there was plenty of times, like Game of Thrones, or like Boardwalk Empire, like we'd be binge-watching shit with the box of wine, just bloop, you know, dispensing it out. Ooh. Like, oh, man, it's midnight. We should go to bed. And you'd stand up and be like, oh, that's an odd feeling. And you'd pick up the box of wine. You'd be like, this is um, a light. It's empty. This is a <laughs> light. Not empty. I don't know if we ever went through a whole one in one night. I mean, we probably have, to be honest, but... It's four, it's only four bottles, so it's super easy to do, actually. Like going oh, no, through one bottle when you're, crank, people, when you're cranking out four bottles between two people on like on a Wednesday night, like poof. Thursday morning. Yeah, it's a rough Thursday. Thursday morning gonna blow. Of Oh yeah, the next thing's gonna be horrible, but that's the thing of watching Game of Thrones, because they drink so fucking much in that show that you just end up matching them. I know. And so you're drinking a shitload. And it makes it so much fun. Speaking of, I found a dude who completely redid the last season. I thought he did it, like, with animation or something. He didn't. I ended up watching an... It's two hours long. I watched an hour. And he did he a two-hour-long animation of the last season? It's not even an animation, but it is parts, like, of the show that uh, he, like, puzzle pieced together. Oh, he, he went, like, clipped changed. and re- rearranged things? Man. Yes, but actually that made it really interesting. And I I was like, man, that, that would have made it... It made me really interested to see what the author does with the show, because we don't really know... The what happens die from... from diabetes before the last fucking book's done, you know? George <laughs> R.R. Martin. Ability. Like, come on. Like, he he was out. I think they stopped following the books after, like, season three or Wasn't something. it six? Something, I don't know. I've listened to all the books. 
They're okay. I think it was season six. But, um, or five. Five or six. Um, But I'm... Whatever season... Spoiler. Spoilers, cover your ears. Whatever season ends with Jon Snow getting stabbed to death. I think that was five. That's where the book... That's where the books end. Fuck it. That's where the books end, so... That's that's what I was thinking because that's where this guy started from. So he went all the way back to then and like wove stuff together. Interwoven, inter interweaved. Because he like right like right after John comes back is when like Bran's there and then he tells him his lineage and so like he knows all along. It's like oh shit that would have been cool. Right. (laughs) Um. But yeah, that made me kind of... I, I've only watched this show once. I cannot get myself to rewatch it just because I have an issue with getting like emotionally attached to shows. Really yeah, I... Right before we moved out of our old house, I had a huge screen printing order for like my kid's school that I had to get done. And I just ended up like putting Game of Thrones on. And I don't. I wouldn't say I rewatched all of it, but like I kind of like hit the high notes. You know, there was a couple episodes where I'm like, uh, I don't remember this episode. And like IMDb, I was like, oh yeah, this episode has no, like, boop, it's a filler episode. Skip. Mm. I haven't gone mm-hmm. back and rewatched all of it. My wife has probably watched The Sopranos, start to finish, like four or five times at this point. I love The Sopranos, but I can't. Like, can't do it. I think the only one I've rewatched all the way through is probably Breaking Bad. See, she just did Breaking Bad, too. Another one that I just can't do. Breaking Bad's like, a lot of those ones is like, I don't have the patience. I've already seen it. Like, let's go. Let's go. Like, let's go. I got, like, fucked up nostalgia, because it's the city how it looked when I grew up here, so... Like, oh, I love this. God, I just oh. love all the meth everywhere. I mean, it wasn't... That's how I it was before them. it was fentanyl. Like, it was beautiful, and it was just meth God. heads that were always running around, picking stuff up, yeah, up off the, the ground, Back in the innocent you know? days when they're, like, just picking up, like, half-smoked cigarette butts out of, like, the ashtray outside the grocery store. Now they're just, like, yeah, sucking each other's dick for fentanyl cocaine, right? Yeah, it's, like... <laughs> I'm gonna have to come to Albuquerque one day and me and you will just go like man on the street and talk to like fucking Albuquerque bums cause I'm assuming like oh it'd be hilarious you'd, you'd get some great content I've thought and, about doing it before like no offense but my assumption is there's more homeless people in Albuquerque than there are homeowners in Albuquerque I think at this point it's safe to assume it cause there's an area of town that's like a no go zone cause the homeless have just kind of taken it over Woomerer said he's rewatched One Night in Paris a few times. Why? I watched Same, it the first dude. time. Garbage. Gar- that one's garbage. Now, the Kim Kardashian Ray J one, for the time and the technology they had, not bad. We also see where Kim Kardashian is compared to Paris Hilton. Granted. I mean, she's got, she's got a throat. Yeah, I mean. But that's like you. Well, I guess in Paris's defense, she's come out and said she doesn't like sex, and she was like, and I think that's evident in my video. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, like I suppose. A little... You could stick a, 
lump of coal up her ass and it'd come up come out a fucking diamond. Of course she doesn't like it. But she is bringing back velour tracksuits, and I am here for that. <laughs> That's that might be my next thing. You know, we talked about how fucking the weird shit I wear all the time. A velour tracksuit? <laughs> I think Burt Kreischer's already into tracksuits, right? Like, isn't that his thing? He's starting now with the machine coming out. He's doing tracksuits again. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. You can have Juicy on your ass, Bill. That'll be that'll be fun and flirty. Well, Juicy Smollett is gay. I'm sure he'd love to be on my ass. Um, to be fair, I've never had any kind of... Uh, ooh, no. I was at a... Uh, I went to a gay wedding. And it was actually pretty dope. It's the style it was fucking incredible. The reception, on the other hand, got a little out of hand, and I was like, "Uh, I'm gonna go somewhere else." They always have really good drugs at gay weddings. So I think that. that's, that might be the thing. And I'm also like, I've said it on the show before, like I am so ignorant about like drug culture, right? Like I'm sure they're probably all like doing blow in the bathroom, and I'm just thinking everybody's like having fun drinking white claws. You know, <laughs> everyone's doing blow and Molly. Yeah, like you can like, really drink a lot. Like, wow. Man, like you got a lot of energy for the amount of fucking wine you drank tonight. Like, okay, <laughs> you, know, you walk. Really you're, dirty. you're walking really funny. You chafing or something? Um, <laughs> meanwhile, in the bathroom, it's like fucking some sort of like 1984 New York City sex club. It's like blowing <laughs> coke in each other's asses and poppers everywhere. Oh, poppers. Like, have you ever... Uh, do those even exist anymore? Oh, yeah. You can still buy them in sex shops, too. Poppers? You can buy them in sex yeah. shops? I see yeah. a lot on, like, gay Instagram, and they talk about poppers and shit. There's a gay Instagram? I gotta check this shit out. Is it, like, black like Twitter? black Twitter. <laughs> I love black Twitter. Black Twitter's the best. Like, I feel like whenever you see, like... He was like, this is what Black Twitter is saying about this. I was like, okay. Black Twitter has figured out how to run America. Like, there's like they call out the bullshit. The white folk. Black Twitter's pretty based. The, the white folk, like, we were afraid to talk about it. Black Twitter, they'll get all up in that ass. <laughs> they start debating and shit. It's fucking hilarious. Good lord, we'll have to have JJ on and like roll through some like black Twitter quote, like find the like best black Twitter threads. <laughs> and have JJ and Davey come on and talk about them. <laughs> Good uh, lord. Speaking of black Twitter, did you uh saw the new Barbie trailer? Have you seen that? No, I have not. I kind of refuse to watch it. They literally put out, like, I was like, oh, the full-blown trailer. Because I saw the teaser. Yeah. And I was like, I have no clue what this movie's fucking about. But, like, the trailer was done well. Like, the coloring and the cuts and everything were really done well. I watched the full-blown trailer. And at one point, they flash huge across the screen. If you hate Barbie, like, boom, if you hate Barbie... Next screen. Boom. This is the movie for you. <laughs> so I'm like, well, well, that's fucking marketing. And then next thing you know, like it flashes to like a scene of 
like you know Barbie and Ken running through like a, a cubicle office while being chased by like Will Ferrell like catch that Barbie and it, like there's Mattel fucking everywhere so I'm like where are they going with this and the, the they pretty much made the movie about like Barbie is living in the Barbie world and then weird shit starts happening so then like uh, some like Aubrey Marcus female style Barbie who's like experienced the universe played by uh, who's the um, the SNL chick who always does the, the really funny UFO abduction sketches uh, Kate McKinnon Kate, Kate McKinnon Kate McKinnon yeah she like plays this like obviously like just out of her mind like former Barbie was like it's like you gotta go to the real world so like Barbie goes to the real world kind of thing yeah I don't know it made me more interested in the movie and the fact they're like if you hate Barbie watch this movie I mean I don't hate Barbie yeah that's I don't hate Barbie but know who I love Margot Robbie so I'll go see it yeah no I can't wait to see Margot Robbie I mean that and then literally everyone's boyfriend Michael Sarah. what no gross no. This is Michael Sarah's big comeback. For saying that. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I liked Michael I liked Michael Sarah and uh This is the End. Is that the name of the movie? Oh yeah, when Rihanna slaps the shit out of him. Yeah. God, Rihanna. <laughs> that was a real Like she didn't know. Or maybe no, she didn't know he was gonna slap her on the ass, but she's like, Oh you can slap me on the ass, but I'm gonna slap the shit out of you. Is yeah, okay? I think it was I think he had asked her if he could do it for Well, this was this could have been completely fake too, mm. he, but uh, yeah, it was said hey, that I'd, he had asked if he could actually do fair it. Fair trade. Like if I can actually slap you, and then she ended up slapping the fucking shit. Hey, fair <laughs> trade. I get turned on by fair both. Trade. I mean, if they I, if I slap Rihanna's and ass and she turns around and slaps me back, I'm like, yes, let's okay. go. Made for a good film. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Ryan Gosling. Remember when they would do like all like the girlfriend memes or the boyfriend memes with him? Like, hey, or no, the hey girl. Hey girl. Ryan Gosling. What's your favorite Gosling character? I gotta go. Stupid, crazy love Gosling. Crazy, stupid love. Crazy, stupid. I, you know what I'm fucking uh, talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that is really good. Love that movie, by the way. That's like one of my guilty pleasure movies. Have you seen it, Jake? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Yeah. Good movie, David David Lindhagen. One of my favorite scenes ever is Ryan Gosling. Like they're getting, like they're all fighting in the backyard. Then Kevin Bacon's fucking skank ass shows up. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wait, you what? left your sweater in, in my car. Oh, who are you, David Lindhagen? And like in the middle of a fight, <laughs> takes his even though they're off. fighting. Like, Ryan Gosling's character is like, oh, even though I'm fighting my best friend, like, you fucked my best friend's wife, like, oh, I would have left the rings on, to be fair, but, you know, and just goes and cold cocks Kevin Bacon, like, yes. You hit a punch, like, imagine how good it'd feel to punch Kevin Bacon in the face. Mm. I mean, I like Kevin Bacon. I mean, I like that scene because of the characters. There's more punchable celebrities out there, though. I mean, Kevin Bacon never really did anything to me other than 
being claimed to be attractive when he's not. <laughs> you know, he has his you, moments. <laughs> just you wouldn't just run up to him, just like you're not a sex symbol. And then now just... <laughs> you want to talk about pun like so. Kevin Bacon's character in um, Footloose, when he gets so mad, he just like drives out to some random barn and decides like I'm so mad, I just gotta smoke a cigarette and dance. I'd punch him in the face. <laughs> then I'd punch him in the face. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm so mad. I just gotta... Uh, da, 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 da. Like, no wonder his like, dad nobody fucking does wanted that. to beat him. Like, no wonder your parents kicked you out. You gotta live with your aunt and uncle. But Kevin Bacon and Do you deal Tremors. with your problems by dancing them away? Like, Kevin Bacon and Tremors? Uh, maybe. He's way better in Tremors. I'm thinking Kevin Bacon and Flatliners. Ooh, that's a good... Julie Roberts. I only saw that one time when I was a kid. Oliver Platt. Flatliners? Love that movie. Wasn't Julie Roberts in it, too? Julie Roberts, yeah. A wide mouth that... Julie Roberts. Is that how her and Kiefer met and how they're... Yes, I do believe that's how they started dating. Her and Kiefer... So do you think he dodged a bullet in reality? No. He dodged a bullet? I would totally deal with Julie Roberts. Julie crazy. Roberts is still hot. Or, I wouldn't say like... crazy she is. She's not like hot. Like she's just naturally pretty. Right? Like... Even though she's got a huge mouth. Unlike Glenn Powell, the dude that uh, everybody's talking about hanging out with Sydney Sweeney all the time. Plays Hangman the in the new Top Gun movie. Co-worker. Yeah. Oh. Jack, dude, looks good. The second I started watching Top Gun Maverick and he came into it, I like I literally leaned over to my wife and was like, that dude has a tiny, tiny mouth. Tiny mouth. Right? Baby. <laughs> She's like, really? Doesn't, he has but a little bird my, beak. My wife is so pissed at me about it that I mentioned that. She's like, I hate that you told me about it because he is so hot, but I cannot not see the tiny mouth. Yeah, no. Lips lips are like one of the first things I notice on guys. and <laughs> I noticed. We've so talked about this. You're going toes, fingertips, lips. Right? Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. What? We talked about this when we were talking about feet. Fingertips. <laughs> about the manicured fingers. Oh, I was like the tips. Like, why would I look at their well, fingerprint? I mean, That's weird. Like for calluses? <laughs> well, maybe there's something there. Never know. But I'm looking at those lips first because that is a deal breaker with me. I'm sorry. Lips? Oh, you're a lip lady, huh? Mm-hmm. So she well, get... it was because I kissed a lipless man one time, and I was like, I'm never feeling that again. It was just face muscle. I was making out with face like he muscle. Actually, and I was like, like, that was had gross. No, he actually like he. Medically had no lips. Do what? He like medically. No, they were just so they they were just so thin. Uh, It was just like so he had just really bad lips. Yeah, they're super small. I thought you meant like he was literally lipless. Might as well been. Like it was like it was like face skin, just like wrapped around to his teeth, (laughs) like Like a burn, like a. He had lips. (laughs) Like a burn victim. God. No, not. Or like a dog. No. You ever seen like, there's that, uh, I saw it on like Yahoo News a while back where there's like some Instagram model who's like Pitbull. Like she went to go kiss her Pitbull and like it ripped her top lip off. 
So she's it like, was her cousin's dog. As pit bulls yeah. do. Man, yeah. like... I know, like, hey, I'm not hating. Like, if you have a pit bull, I'm not hating. This is there for a reason. I'm not leaving my kid around a fuck... Well, for, for one, most dogs, I'm not leaving my kid around a dog I don't know. Same with cats, though, because fuck cats. Even though, Charlie, cats I know you're a cat lady. But your cat's more of like a dog. Actually, your cat... I have one. I'm, I have one. Your cat is actually it. more of, like, less like a cat and more of just like a... Um, it's kind of like a houseplant. Kind of. Or, like, <laughs> kind of like a... Like a... Like 1970s lipstick lesbian. You know? This aged well. What? <laughs> I can't like get into it. Too, like I've just, I've just, I've just known your cat for so long through you that like I just get this like. Oh, he's like a little queen. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Or, or <gasps> sorry. Oh my god, he is. <laughs> yes, I'm telling you. I see it. I get it now. I get it. <laughs> like your cat, your cat probably like. Let me tell you a story about the fucking AIDS and the sex clubs in the, in Manhattan, right? Like. 1984. Oh, no, he, he's way lazier than that. He's like, I knew people that were in that, but Queens. I stayed the fuck away from them. <laughs> I didn't leave I told the house. Him. <laughs> I told, That's Sir, why I'm I still told here. Sergio to wear a rubber. He wouldn't do it. Like, <sighs> cat AIDS is a thing. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Feline AIDS is a thing. I didn't know that. Yeah. I learned. I learned today that canine dementia is a thing. Yeah, no, one of my coworkers' dog has it. It's like My dog funny, has it. I learned funny. today my dog has fucking canine dementia. Not to bring it down, but I learned today also that I have to put my dog down next week, so dope. Been a little fucking... I've been, I've been in my feelings all day. Don't say it like that. Say you're going to overdose your dog. I mean, that's it's what... Actually, that's what the vet said. He's getting the big F. The big fat they just because the I, like, I, I uh, asked, essentially we just like the vets like essentially we just jam him a handful of fucking Percocet until he gets comfortable, and then we overdose him on morphine. It was like oh shit. Okay. See, sounds like our, a fuck. What a ride. Let's go. What's the yeah, street name for that? Vet, I want it too. Because I asked her like, what do y'all use? You know, what do y'all use to put them to sleep? I should have known from that wording and she was like propofol and i was like fuck she's going out like michael fucking jackson yeah. that's right <laughs> that is right <laughs> that's gonna be my dad my like yeah my poor dog's dying breath right the last one's gonna go hee hee <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's what i say is my my dog overdosed that's how i lost oh. her fentanyl just like the queen fentanyl <laughs> Fentanyl's real, y'all. My dog overdosed on that shit. Yeah, no, fentanyl got Tina Turner, guys. Told us good coke. I know, Tina, R.I.P. Tina Turner. Dude, I saw a thing today yeah. about her house in South France. Have you seen that shit? No. Mm-hmm. Bro. She had style. Fuck. Like, it's, it's a little, like, I want to say it's exactly my style. But if you were to give me that house, they'd be like, I'm not changing shit. This is a South France house. I mean, it's very, um, almost like gothic on the inside. But then you go outside and it's like super lit, like gardens, an infinity pool, like built, like the house is up in the mountains of like South France. It's like the infinity pool looks down the mountain out of the fucking Mediterranean. Shit. Tina Turner fucking 
had Ooh, it. Ooh, that's fucking beautiful. Are you looking at it now? Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's got like columns and pillars and shit. Cause I know that one that they bought. Cause they just bought one in Zurich last year. That was like seventy-five million dollars. I know. And it had like ten different buildings. Who on knew running like running a gladiator-style Thunderdome got you that kind of money? Well, I mean, she also dated the manager of the music record in Switzerland, so he probably helped with that. I don't but know. Do you think? Do, I don't know. Like, do you think he has more money than her? Like, she's got it. She had to be fucking loaded. He oh, managed a billionaire a music company in Switzerland. Yeah, he probably made way more money than. Is it her? She got to be, be worth a the solid stars. bill. She she sold her catalog to them last year. Um, in my pie. After they bought the house for like fifty million. She sold her catalog for fifty million. That doesn't sound Only right. Only fifty million. Maybe Five hundred million, maybe. Maybe it wasn't her catalog. It was something. But to be did. fair, outside of simply the best, like can that. you name a Tina Turner song? Private. Dance. We don't need another hero. What's love got to do with it? What? Love? I thought that was Whitney Houston. I keep getting. I get Tina Turner and Whitney Houston mixed up. Man, yeah, they're both fifty million. The movie with I think Angela it's like, Bassett was called "What's Love Got to Do with It." Dude, she's on nine one one, the only show that I watch on network television. Nine one one, Angela Bassett's on that. She still got it. Oh yeah. And then I saw her in uh, Wakanda Forever, looking just jacked. I'm like, God damn, Angela Bassett! Like, she has aged. Beautiful. You can light my car on fire in the driveway any day. <laughs> it's a waiting to exhale didn't she joke. Also cuts, cut, didn't she also cut the couch in half with a chainsaw in a Tyler Perry movie? Uh, I don't know if I've ever Was actually seen a Tyler Perry movie, to be honest. But I just no, know in, in waiting to exhale, her husband cheats on her with a white woman. And she's, he's like, would it be better if she was black? He's like, no, it'd be better if you were. Waiting to Exhale is a good movie. Chick flick, for <laughs> sure, but a good movie. And then she lights his fucking Mercedes on fire and blows it up in the driveway while she's wearing her, like, silk uh, pajamas. Robe. And she, nice. she cool guys it. She doesn't look back as it blows up. She just flicks her <laughs> cigarette back at it. Ooh, even cooler. I know. Look, when I blow up a car, I don't even smoke. But if I'm going to blow up a car, I'm going to buy a pack of cigarettes, <laughs> take one out, just to flick it back at the car. And I'm going to make sure yeah. that I'm going to make sure that somebody's over the camera, and I'm going to set it to like uh, in the air tonight. <laughs> as soon as it does the doo 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 doo, -doo. <laughs> boom. Even though I, from what I hear, it costs about a hundred thousand dollars to license the drum solo for "In the Air Tonight." Wow! Oh crap! That's not surprising. Actually, funny enough, I heard that from Ross because that—that's the scene. It's in there. That's the scene. Yeah. He blows up something, and it's in the air tonight. And they spent like a shit ton of the budget to get that song in it. Um, he lights the statue on fire. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, 
remember that part. But then, like, non-point covered it. So could the non-point cover be less, or would they still have to pay? You have to pay royalties about it. But if you're doing yeah. it for a movie, if you're clipping it for a movie, I think it's probably a different kind of thing. I mean, a bunch of people have covered it. Like, not, I like non-points one. I also like... Um, Who's like the kind of like weird gothy metal band that does Black Wedding? Cure? Who? The Cure? No, not The Cure. God damn. Black Wedding? Never it's a nice night for a black wedding. Isn't that a Billy Idol? Why in Wedding? This, in this moment. It's the name of the band. Oh, okay. They do a in pretty good. They do a pretty good in the air tonight. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I could. I cannot listen to their uh, cover closer. Closer. Uh, yeah. There's only been a f- maybe one good cover of Closer, and I can't even think of who that is. Motionless and White, or not Motionless and White? Asking Alexandria did a pretty decent one. Really? Yeah. I haven't heard any other cover of that. I didn't know anybody else covered it. But I remember that one came on, and it just sounds so fucked up, and it almost sounds like it's backwards. And I was like, I can't fucking listen to this. I'm sorry. Like, I've I've tried multiple times. I can't do it. Hold on, guys. Uh, I got getting a phone call from my dad, so I got to take this. Yep. Step on out, buddy. Let me see if I can get to my notes yeah. here. I like how when he leaves this, it says asshole. <laughs> No, it actually says, uh, shoal. <laughs> I don't know why, but I like that better. <laughs> You'll love this one, Charlie. Did you see where, um, Gabby Petito's family, uh, apparently released a note, a burn after reading note from, uh, the laundry kid's backpack? No way. I yeah. His mom, apparently his mom, they found a note in his backpack that was on the outside, said burn after reading. And it was like from his mom saying, saying like, oh, like, if you need to bury a body, I have a shovel. Like, it's like, it was weird. Like, I'll help you cover up a crime shit. And she's like, oh. the mom's over here saying like, well, I wrote that before anything happened. Like, just try like, we have a dark sense of humor. And he's like going on this road trip with her. Like, we didn't like her, like, but we, we don't want her dead. And then like forensic investigators are like, this seems like the, like this forensically was written after her death. Oh my gosh. What fucking assholes. <laughs> if you're that fucking stupid, I'm sorry. I can't. I'm... You know, fucking <laughs> wild. You're fucking stupid. But does that, at that point, does that open up the possibility for like a criminal investigation case? Because right now that it, it was brought to evidence in the civil suit. So I don't know if they can mm-hmm. even make, is there a possibility to have a criminal suit at this point or... I mean, who would they charge? I mean... You can charge the parents for conspiracy, I guess. Yeah. But what does that help, I suppose? I don't know. It depends on how good that evidence is of, like, if they can really prove when it was done. Because if it's 
too loose of a case, the DA's not going to go for it. All right, I'm back. I wouldn't think, because they're, yeah. you know, they don't like to lose. Right. You good? Um, yeah, everything's good. It was just some stupid shit. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> We're just talking about uh, the Gabby Petito family. Like, uh, What are they up to? They submitted evidence because they have a note that was found on the Brian Laundry guy's, like, person or in his backpack that said on the outside of the letter it said burn after reading and it was written by his mom and it was like a lot of like oh you have to bury a body like I have a shovel and like uh, pretty uh, incriminating oh but so the guy he shot himself so obviously mom? he did it like everybody knows he's just fucking got tired of living in a van with that bitch and strangled her to death yeah. R.I.P. Obviously, because you know. How bad do you think the cops feel that like caught them right before oh, and then let them? Can you imagine? Go? Like, what Maybe. if we just kept them for a little bit longer? Maybe it, it was bound to happen. Weren't they abusing each other? That's isn't that what the cops were saying? Like they were both. I'm gonna step out for just one second too, so you guys discuss amongst yourself. Yeah, no, I think they were talking about something like that. That. Uh, like at least arguing uh but he might have been the one to say like oh she was hitting me too but i don't i don't know if anyone actually saw it or not they might have seen it who knows but i mean i, I don't think that's <laughs> as much as nobody likes it i don't know if that's completely uncommon especially with young people like that they just i don't know they're probably just extremely toxic that people that emotional maturity is not not high and yeah yeah he, no because i think they were about my age yeah well he wasn't i think he was older wasn't he she was younger no i think he was my age and she was a little bit younger so like oh really i don't remember how old he, he was, was like 26 yeah and then she was like 22 23 or something so like he's that. Mm, like a 22-year-old, I can see that. 26, you should know better. But then again, yeah, if she was just smacking the shit out of him, he might have... I don't no, know. she was 22. Who knows? Who knows? But, uh, you know, when the bubbles stop coming up, let go. <laughs> oh, the bubbles. When the lips turn blue, let go. <laughs> Well, I know, but depending on how white they are, it can be pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, you're dude with no fucking lips. You're talking about <laughs> the capillaries are right there. Making out with a burn victim over here, like it was just, kissing teeth like a yeah. horse. I was young. Gums I was like 13. And we were both in like junior high, and it scarred me from then on. I was like, never again. That was horrible. So, who's got the best lips in the game? Uh, and like, can you give me a category? Ooh, let's see, like, uh, I mean, like Brad Pitt, good lips. I guess. I haven't really paid attention. I mean, yeah, they're there. He's got tight so. smoker lips, though. Yeah. Yeah. See, like that's uh. So when I was younger, like in my like twenties, uh, or my early twenties, like twenty years old, I thought like Chris Evans. He had really nice lips. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I like that. 
And then I actually got with my ex because he <clears throat> kind of looked like him. Like you look like Chris Evans. A little bit. Nice. If he squint, had a couple glasses of wine. Huh? Little. Well, like it was somebody else that had commented on one of his profile pictures. Like, oh my gosh, you look like Captain America, and I was like, oh, I see it. <laughs> no, you can't unsee it. Because I had known him for a long time, and I didn't think of it like that until somebody else said it, and I was like, oh shit. And it was the lips, and I was like, hey, hey. nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well. We're not going to go for another Rogan-length episode like we did Saturday night. Uh, I'm still re- still recovering from that one. I think we all blacked out around hour two, two and a half. <laughs> I know what you were talking about. I was fine. I do I remember that being like, oh, we've only been going for like 45 minutes. The next thing I look over is like, oh, fuck. It's been like two hours and 45 minutes. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. That was wild. Pretty fun. But it was Saturday. I mean, that's, you know. Yeah. You know, Fuck it. Just another Saturday now. Who sings that song? I gotta figure this one out because I love that song. Whoa. Natasha Kills. I don't know if I know that song. Oh, you should look it up. Saturday Night by Natasha Kills. Ooh, Tom Hardy does have nice lips, yes. Does he? Oh yeah, that's another reason why I liked uh, Peaky Blinders. Killian Murphy. Mm. What about Tom like Holland? A, he's got lips and cheekbones. Killian Murphy. How dare you, Jake? <laughs> Tom Holland's got some nice lips. No, he doesn't. He has he has those lips, like that kid I kissed, and I I know exactly what that feels <laughs> like, and I. I feel What's your thoughts on Chalamet? I don't know he where looks- I go with Chalamet. He, I want to see his skull. Because <laughs> you know his skull would look fucking weird as shit with nice his skull. jawbones. Got a nice skull. Like, what does that skull look like? I want to see that X-ray. That shit looks wild. He look, mm-hmm. like, have you ever heard of the Weekenders? It was a old Saturday morning cartoon. He looks like a dude from that show. It's square jaw. More than a, mm-hmm. was it like a... Biker Mice from Mars or whatever that cartoon was. You see that one? <laughs> I don't, that one doesn't ring a bell. Or Street Sharks. I remember Street Sharks. Street Sharks. Okay. Or Gargoyles. Um, gargoyles, too. I remember seeing ads for that. I oh, never caught it on My TV. seven-year-old is into the original Power Rangers. Ooh. And I'm yeah, watching it now. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like... Oh, it's terrible. Oh, it's fucking awful. And you know the actual action scenes were in the suits? That was like a Japanese yeah. show. And they just yeah. dubbed over it. And you could tell yeah. the video quality immediately just goes to complete shit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember. Cause Bruce, it, it really does Bruce Jenner have nice lips? Like They had different costumes and everything than the other. Her lips were sewn on, so... They're good, kind of like the uh, kind of like the trans kid from uh, Euphoria. Oh God! Have you seen her like the rack on that chick? Like, yeah, you know it's fucking perfect because science created that rack. They went from the ground up. Well, I think she was natural and then got fake tits. Because I think in Euphoria those weren't fake, but then like in Euphoria, I that's think a, that's a, no, that's a guy. 
Well, yeah, but like when you take estrogen and shit, you grow. Yeah, too. but like I don't know if you're like you're not gonna take enough estrogen to grow natural. They have like, to be on estrogen from like middle school to grow tits. Well, like so that. fun fact: when I lived in North Carolina, they were pretty small, and it made Florida, natural news. Like it made national news, like about a transgender kid wanted to use the girls' bathroom. Like the governor had to get involved and shit. That's the actress. Yeah. The actor who plays Jules in Euphoria is the kid who made the national news in North Carolina for wanting to, like, have bathroom rights. Damn. Hunter or somebody, I think, was the name. Um, Well, even if she had small boobs in that, hers now are pretty solid. (laughs) Pretty solid. And I will say... That when I watched, I've only ever seen the first season. When I first started watching it, I had no clue who she was. I knew she was obviously like supposed to be playing like a transgendered character, but I was yeah. wondering for a while. I was like, "Is it actually? Like, is she actually transgendered, or are they just like maybe she just has Get some the ugly girl some nice trans. cheekbones, you know?" <laughs> You're androgynous enough. You'll do. <laughs> you look like a boy. You'll do. <laughs> androgynous. That's the, whole, that's, the, that's the word I was looking for today when I was thinking of the uh, the dude who fucking takes blood from his kid. Oh God. Brian Johnson. Brian that Johnson. Fucking vampire. No, that guy looks like a dude who has a lot to say about eugenics and the Jews. Oh, God. Is that the vampire dad guy? Yeah, he takes blood. I mean, from his only kid. if their blood will keep him young. <laughs> Other than that, he might not give a shit about anything no. else. That's a dude if who has. Give me life. Then I don't care. That's the that's the look of a dude who has like a hidden room in his basement full of like SS memorabilia. Well, like they didn't even mention the mom. Like, who the fuck fucked that guy and had. His kid. There is no mom. He made his kids in a fucking test tube. His kid's a fucking clone, right? Which is why he's using his yeah, blood. Because well, like, this is my Brian young Johnson. blood. This would make me biologically young. This they is me. Make- <laughs> what? That fucking dude. We won't get into it because I'm sure at this point it's been fucking covered by every podcast on the planet. I was going to cover it earlier, but we just kind of went straight into me getting drunk with uh, Murphy Lee. But, uh, yeah, like, dude's taking blood out of a 17-year-old kid and injecting it to himself. And guess what, bro? You still look 45, so. It makes no sense. He's, like, biologically young. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? My heart is young. Even the cat's saying, what the fuck, bro? I know. He was like, are you talking about that fucking Brian Johnson guy again? That shit freaked me out. Yeah. That guy's a fucking creep. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this shit up, y'all. I gotta go finish up the. Uh, we started watching uh, Air. Is that the, the Air, the movie with um, Ben oh, Affleck and movie? Matt Damon about oh. making Air Jordans. We're about forty minutes into it, and it's incredible. Go watch it. It's free if you have Amazon <laughs> Prime right now. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> what oh, them apples, bitch? Um. <laughs> So, anyways, you know what it is. 
Like and subscribe on YouTube. Go out to iTunes. Rate. Leave a review. Leave a review about whatever you want. Uh, just leave a review because that's what people care about. Um, Spotify, five stars. Walk away. Uh, anything else you guys can think of? Because I'm drawing blanks. I think... I think you covered nothing. it pretty decently. If you haven't watched and listened to every episode, we must have got some new listeners because we have like some huge like daily spikes Ooh. and downloads. So go do Thanks, that. Sir. Just leave it on for your dog. So they can yeah. hear my voice. I like that. But dog anyways, come, come back to the dog saying weird shit. It's been fun. I'm gonna go finish uh, air. So Neuter Nation, thank you guys for Charlie. For Jake, I'm Bill. Good night, y'all.